This is the Bookamp Podcast, and I'm delighted to finally be joined by a very, very special guest, our first ever international guest, Mr. Jahan. Hi, Sam. How are you? Good, how are you? All the better for having you on. It's been a long time coming, hasn't it? I know, it's good to see you. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, it's great to see you, because, I mean, it's been how long before we'd seen each other the other day? <sighs> oh, a few years. Good few years. I think the last time I was here was 2015. Yeah. We were, that was the last time we really got to see each other. Long time ago, a lot of stuff's happened. It has. You've been a busy boy over in Canada. Very busy. Worn a number of different hats as well. Uh, Yeah, you could say that. I think that probably puts it quite well. You've you've done a hell of a lot of stuff in in, quite a short space of time. And I guess today, I don't, we could focus on that side. Maybe we'll get into a little bit of sort of the number of different hats you've worn. Sure. Yeah. But for me, I, I think knowing you and actually because I gave you a number of sort of like prompts before we started and I felt felt like I knew you quite well but with these it's sort of just given like another level of depth to that where I'm just like actually I knew he was like a a deep person a deep thinker but actually it's just got it's gone even further and I was I'm really glad with like the responses that you, you came out with like they really sort of yeah, they were. There were some awesome prompts, and uh, yeah, it led me into delving into reflecting on myself, and made me feel like super challenged. And I think that's like that's that's awesome. That's testament to your capabilities uh, as a production host and, I appreciate uh, that, and podcast host. So yeah, so I'm I'm excited to get into the thick of this. This is this is cool. This is probably one of my first uh, my my first real podcasts. I've had the odd uh, like voice note or like appearance on. On things in the past but this is this is something that i'm really excited to get into because this is going to be a real real way for us to both delve into me as a person which i've never really done before so i feel a little a little overwhelmed but let's see how this goes listen uh, i get that i know a lot of people say that like, we're like jesus it's like it's because it's a completely different spotlight to what a lot of people are used to like we could i think we'd had this conversation happily off off air but it's just like Absolutely. then you realize right there's a microphone right in front of me anyone could listen to it and anyone could take it in any particular way but right i i think you enjoy it so we'll just get into it and i'm excited yeah me too and i I wanted to touch on actually sort of there was like a running theme through the prompts that i I sent you of sort of you talk a lot about focusing on your own happiness do you want to sort of expand that a little bit more and like um, how that's helped you so this is all just really based on the questions that you uh you posed to me but um i think it also is based on the fact that Sam and I we have a, we have a particular relationship of, of having been friends for a long time, uh, and in the process of our friendship, we have uh, we've been through things together, uh, and then I, we spent a lot of time apart. That's true, right? We spent probably a decade. Well, as apart. you said, how many years has it been since you've yeah, so, you've last uh, been back? We were we were pretty great friends in in 2011. I remember that, and then I went away, um, uh, and I went away to Canada. Well, I went away to Grenada first. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, via Grenada. Then, yeah. Um, and really, the last 10 years has been this great way for me to explore what's important to myself. Um, it's I've, I've gone through a lot. I've gone through some things that, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share about now for the first time. Um, and I've overcome a lot. And really, what I have learned in a decade of, of various life experiences is that uh, prioritizing your own uh, self in terms of accountability to your own happiness uh, is key to helping you overcome obstacles and helping you be sort of a, be- a better person all around, not just to yourself, but to other people. 
Um, so yeah, so, so just uh, you know, circle back to what I said earlier, like this is, these questions are gonna be a great way for me to like delve into talking about myself for the first time uh, through this setting, which I'm super excited to do. Um, so yeah, so I, well, like where do I even start? So like I was doing A-levels here in the UK uh, with the intention of going into medicine, uh, was that's how you and I met Sam yeah, funny enough I think because we've six we form common in, room yeah, bit, yeah. And, and I remember as well I remember quite vividly we bumped into each other it was like a I, can't, I think it was just like a, a generic like University of London yeah we, like we, taste a day right we met thing. at like a, an open day right absolutely and I remember on the train journey back then we were just like just going off about that and all sorts as well yeah but. so uh, that was kind of where it started um I was in this sort of school environment that I was taught to be a particular kind of person with an expectation that I would do amazing and, and brilliant things. And that was that was kind of driven uh, into my psyche. And that was kind of who I, I, I was molded to be a certain person uh, that other people wanted me to be. Uh, I didn't meet that expectation, unfortunately. Uh, I still felt the need and urge to meet an expectation to satisfy the expectation of those around me. Uh, so I went away. Uh, I found a way to get into uh, sort of the university system to still pursue this dream of, of, of like medical sciences. So I found uh, a North American college that was operating out of the Caribbean. I uh, went through their pre-med program, got into uh, the opportunity to actually be within their medical school curriculum. Uh, and then again, I, I hit another hurdle, which was uh, all to do with, uh, at the time, I, I didn't know what it was, but now we could really define it as mental health. And it was, I, I, I went through some really, I, I went through a really dark time. It was, it was, it was, it was honestly like, uh, it was tough. Like it was, it was something that like, I'm reflecting on it right now. I, I've honestly like put that, I put that away for like a decade and I'm, I'm sort of opening a Pandora's box. So here we go guys. But um, yeah, that was, it was just like a really hard time for me to overcome essentially, uh, I guess not a loss, but it was, it was, it was a hurdle uh, of not being good enough to continue a dream that everyone had kind of expected of me. Uh, and then I needed to t take some time away from people that I knew and, and this expectation of, you know, and the doctor so I uh, I went to Canada which is um, not random I have a lot of family there uh, it's a well, place you're a dual citizen I'm a, yeah, aren't you yeah technically I was born there uh, so I decided to go stay with some family uh, and just be a bit of a hermit for a little bit yeah uh, I kind of cut myself off from a lot of like really key relationships I probably didn't speak to you or another like one of our mutual friends for a very long time uh, it took me a long time to kind of like represent myself as a person uh, to like my close peers because of the fact that everyone had had this expectation that I was going to be this like all-star doctor one day uh, working in some kind of trauma uh, ward or unit. Uh, I think everyone had this expectation that I was going to do like incredible things in sciences. Uh, and then I had to sort of reintroduce myself to a lot of people that I, I once knew uh, and that was very difficult. So uh, I obviously just decided to in a sense run away uh, so that was that was kind of tough because that was, that was around 2013 I, I'd kind of self burnt relationships with people uh, I was I was dealing with a lot of shame because of the fact that I had all these people hoping that I was going to be this particular person uh, and then in Canada that was really just a great way for me to start again I kind of had this like uh a clean slate okay it was, I was uh, you took the words on my I was yeah, gonna say it, was, it, it must have felt like and particularly as well when you you have that burden of people put placing these expectations on you as well as the ones you place on yourself 
to yeah. then just go to another country and just go, you know what, whatever's happened, I can just be be and do whatever I want to do. Yeah, so was that necessary for me? Um, I think in a sense, yes. Like it was an opportunity for me to start again somewhere new where nobody knew where I, who I was and where I came from and I had no expectation to meet. And this is where I started, uh, you know, being more involved in conversations about sort of self-health, uh, mental health, emotional health, spiritual health. Um, I found that in, in Canada there was a lot more uh, a lot more of a progression when it came to um, men speaking up about how they were feeling, uh, you know, being told that it was okay uh, to be sad. Like in Canada, there are uh, specific days that are organized by some really big uh, companies that kind of focus on mental health promotion. So I learned that it was okay to talk about not being okay. And that was like a really big step forward for me because it allowed me to kind of overcome some of the difficulty that I'd faced before. So uh, I spent some time in Canada essentially reinventing myself and really having an opportunity to be someone new. Um, it allowed me to like redefine some of like my own personal relationships with like friends and family. Like it allowed me to kind of speak to people once again and be like, hey, you know, unfortunately that happened where I failed twice through sort of higher education, uh, both in the UK and in uh, this US medical school system. But this is what I'm doing now. So I. Uh, uh, enrolled in a in a new program um, in our academics. I was I wanted to to have a university degree. Um, I'd always been interested in sort of politics and international relations, so I pursued a um, like a bachelor of arts in uh, in like political science. And I um, like in North America, you can take like a, a major field of study, and then you can do something else as like a minor field of study. So I. I chose to take a, a minor in uh, economics as well as classical studies, so like ancient Greek history. Obviously, like a real divergence from like what I had originally in, like intended to go to school for. But you know what? It was something that I was personally interested in. Uh, I was able to really find like uh, my footing there. Like I'd always like watched the news and read papers, and I, I knew what was going on in the world. And there was there were a lot of things happening in the world that I didn't agree with, and I felt that I could still make some kind of difference. Uh, through being involved in politics and uh, and international relations, but uh, being in this new school and this new environment was honestly like what I needed. Like it allowed me to spend a couple of years, like just kind of finding myself, so to speak. I, I hate that term, but it was it was really kind of an opportunity for me to find myself. Uh, and then through having been in Canada, I, I found myself working in a variety of. Uh, a variety of roles like I've I was telling Sam earlier today that through school I needed a part-time job a role that was hiring was uh in our state legislature um so in Canada there's like a provincial governance system so every uh every every province is like a massive geographical area that is kind of governed by a specific uh group of people who are like uh, MPs uh, so I so I ended up finding a job uh, in government, which was very cool. Uh, I ended up working for the chief of protocol. So uh, that is a person who's in charge of uh, how the uh, members of of uh, the political parties like act and behave. Mm. Um, and I worked in a communications role where I was simply supporting lots of elected officials with being in front of the camera and being in front of people. And I have no idea how I got the job. Um, I'm pretty sure just because of the de you just, default. Did you just sort of blag it? Yeah, honestly, I uh, the guy who hired me was Australian. So I, uh, right. so he uh, he was just a, a guy looking to bolster his crew of, I guess, international dual citizen employees. I'm not sure what it was, but yeah, it gave me a, a really great opportunity to kind of uh, start learning some, some lessons in uh, things from leadership to communications to uh, 
self-confidence like I was I was working in, in roles with people who were career professionals in a variety of fields uh, so that was like really interesting and then I started getting really heavily involved um, into putting on events like when I was in government that was that was something that I found was like a, a real forte of mine uh, so I'm still going through school at this moment in time um, I know that I am loving like working so I, I, I took some time off school to uh, just keep working which, which, which was great um, but then again like I, I dealt with some difficulty from peers like here uh, and my own family who were like oh well we thought you were in Canada to finish university and I was like well am I here to finish university I'm, I, feel, I felt like I was, I was more so just doing me in that very North American sense I was I was uh, I was looking out for my own needs which was at the time wanting to make a little bit of money as well as uh, you know focus on school yet school was on the back burner um, so that where, where do we go after that I was uh, I was really keen about getting involved in um, like student life as, as like one does in university uh, I wanted to get involved in like my, my students union so my third year of university I decided to quit my role in government and uh, run as an elected official, essentially as a as like a union officer, which was uh, which was honestly a super interesting experience. I did it, uh, won an election, uh, and this is a crazy story. So like I go to a school in I went to a school in Midwestern Canada where in order to actually be somebody within the student government system, you had to have either been from that city and have gone through their sort of education system to be sort of infamous um i just came in as this sort of outsider joined a group of other people that were interested in running for offices uh we ended up like winning like this election in 2017 which was uh which was wild i imagine that must because from the sounds of things that was going against the grain like yeah that must have given you a great deal of confidence yeah so i i was then like you know telling my parents and telling people that were writing just a lot of unnecessary judgment that I was I was, I was doing something bigger and better and, and uh, you know it's sometimes tough to have these conversations with people who have that kind of expectation that you are doing something because it's it's the norm I, I was honestly going against the grain and I probably was uh, I probably wasn't making anybody who had my my best interests happy at the time um, but anyway like it was it was a great experience like I don't regret that at all it was it was one year of me being uh, in this uh, leadership position where it got me uh, like what was I doing I was putting on music festivals I was putting on events I was uh, on the negotiation table uh, like bargaining for huge amounts of money from my university to help us fund various initiatives uh, I was overseeing uh, our, the operations of the student union led cafes bars uh, and restaurants so that was busy busy yeah, boy that was yeah it was it was a really cool time um, and then after that uh, I knew that I wanted to be involved in essentially the the business of people and culture so then shortly after uh, like graduating from university I uh, went into uh, working in the private sector within like entertainment um, and again I think I managed to blag a role based on uh, who I was based on the way that I sounded um, I ended up working for our like in Winnipeg which is where I live um, it is the so Winnipeg is home of the NHL team the Winnipeg Jets so I ended up getting a job with them uh, in their department of entertainment and events management and that's when a whole new kind of uh, pathway opened up for me where uh, I was now making money um, in something completely different that nobody expected uh, and I was working in a role that no one kind of saw and expected but you know what it was I was building on a career having started 
being involved in events like from government to like the student union so I, I feel like this is like a really long story Sam's just like rolled his no, eyes I, no, no, I, do you know what? I didn't mean to come across I, I'm literally thinking there's so much you've done yeah and I'm like trying to like piece it all together I'm like Jesus Christ this guy has done so much and I'm like thinking I haven't done it I was almost rolling my eyes at myself just like oh, really? Jesus Christ yeah I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to make you feel bad Sam but no I, uh, like you're put, I think you're putting a lot of people to shame the amount of different things you've done in such a short I wore, space of time I many hats yeah um so yeah, so that was that was like where my my love of being involved in like the the business of people kind of um, came into play. And uh, so I was I was working um, like okay, this is gonna sound bizarre, but I, I ended up working for Paul McCartney when he came to Winnipeg for his, one of his shows. Uh, I was sort of canonized into this role of being involved with his like team just because of the default nature of the fact I was British. So I was I was really like a point person for the Paul McCartney tour. Uh, worked for like. Sir Elton John, uh, the Obamas, both Michelle. Right, you're just taking the piss now. Like oh, I was, yeah. I was rolling my eyes before <laughs> at the fact that none of us have done. And now you. So, so yeah, so I'm just, I'm just telling the story, Sam, of uh, where, where, where I went. But that, so, so essentially, like, what happened was I, uh, I was doing this. Like, what I was, I was an entertainment manager working in a venue. Um, I was basically living for myself and one of the biggest things I started realizing through this process was that I was for the, for the first time in my short but long life I, I was living for myself and uh, uh, I, was, I was putting my own needs first which was doing what made me get out of bed every day um, and then I was working there for a couple of years um, which was absolutely fantastic got to travel through the role um, and then COVID rolled around and then I had the unfortunate, like, sort of... Well, uh, events event, and stuff, yeah, that's event not industry, really going to be like, going on, just, is it? It's gonna... Yeah, honestly, this this is another, like, sad part of my life. Like, I, I lost I lost the massive uh, ability to, like, stay... Uh, yeah, I, I lost the ability to work in a field I loved. Um, and then I, from there, I knew that I didn't want to uh, become irrelevant in my field. And I knew that I had access to, like, this wide range of, of connections through my through my life. Uh, in Canada, so I so I decided to start my own company, and this is this probably could be its own podcast in itself. Yeah, that's but, uh, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, I think we'll... we can definitely touch on it. But I I basically started my own company, um, drawing upon people that I could leverage based on uh, my personal network, which mm. was which was awesome. And I think based on a lot of your skills as well. It, yeah, if you want to put it that way, I'm, I I can be pretty uh well like I I can be pretty convincing. Are getting other people to do things for me that's that's what my team would say <laughs> um but yeah so we we've been together as a team we, we work in the uh the gaming esports and entertainment industry um and we've been doing that for a year and nine months um and now i'm here it's 2021 no, yeah. and i've just basically summarized like a decade of my life honestly the, uh, but it's, good the bad the ugly yeah it is the amount of stuff that you've done like is ridiculous i don't are you aware of that are you aware that it's like a no, head of a lot even. of no no do you, but do you sort of feel like you've just sort of breezed through them all you've just... I wouldn't say I've breezed through them all I, I, I would say that each and every aspect each and every role that I had in Canada and each and every year that I was there it honestly felt like a small lifetime mm. um and I, I don't think it breezed by at all but like now that I reflect on that previous decade I, I, I you know I, I could have I, I feel like I left England like yesterday yeah, I remember getting on that plane and realizing like I had to get out, I had to get away. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's like a good summary of like where how, how I've got to where I am right now, and I'm 
Uh, I'm here a decade later, home for Christmas on my own terms. Uh, I've been I've been able to visit, never really on my own terms. I've I've been able to visit home uh, very infrequently. I'd say that. Yeah. Um, and obviously within that time, and this is actually pretty well bringing one of the prompts that you responded to. So within that time, a hell of a lot has gone on. A hell right. of a, a hell of a lot's happened. Do you think you've changed as a person throughout all of that? Oh, of course I have. But I, I remember responding to this uh, in two parts. Like I would say that I have changed um, for the better, but at the same time, I feel like I'm still the same person that you knew ten years ago. Yeah. And I still feel like if I met people that I knew ten years ago, I'd still be the same person. I, I'd, and agree, I, and I'd agree. I'd agree with that. So I, th- I, th- I, and I, th- I just sound a bit dodgy now. My accent's changed. So. <laughs> No I'm, I'm, I'm honestly worried to hear no how comment. I sound. Do you know? Okay. Do you know what though? Like, I think last time we spoke, I think you sounded more Canadian then. So I don't know what's gone on. I don't know if it's oh, just really? the the few days back, but yeah, we went. Maybe just it's how I come across over the phone. I, I'll, honestly, I'll put, I'll, put, I'll put a good filter on the, uh, the, the uh, podcast. The big for you. issue for me in Canada is that no one really understands how like British people and how they speak and their accents. Mm. That's 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 been like a real tough thing for me. And I think in order for me to have been heard, I had to change the way that I sound. Um, and, and where I live in Canada, like they, they don't speak French. It's uh, it's Anglophone, but um, I think I just had to adapt mm. to be able to be heard. Um, so for that very reason, I had to sort of be a chameleon. Well, to uh, be, I mean, that's your specialty, isn't it? Adapting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could put it that way. <laughs> I, I think so. Um, and just on that point of change, like I, I think this is something that often comes out. You know, where someone's doing something or they've been through a lot of stuff yeah. someone will say you have changed yeah and i think yes some aspects of you do but i think you are right if you sort of retain those sort of core values and principles of who you are as a person in some ways i don't think you change i think you just sort of reveal yourself okay you sort of strip, yeah. away, strip away those oftentimes insecurities oftentimes your ego and i think you actually just reveal actually perhaps a truer version of yourself yeah, that's a that's a good way of putting it. Um, yeah, wow, first uh, first deep moment of the podcast, guys. Listen, <laughs> this is that that just made me kind of just step back, take take a moment to like self reflect, and be like, is that is that what happened? Yeah, that's a that's a good way of putting it. Because I think yeah, fundamentally, yeah, you are the same person, and you've always been this person who's would have you know the positive sides of yourself would have been more amplified. And you've just sort of been able through these experiences, been able to come out of your shell more, being able to sort of find your, and we we said we were finding your purpose. You said you said you were reluctant to sort of yeah use I think, that terminology. I think that's, a, that's a difficult. I, I don't really agree with uh, the concept and terminology of people having a purpose. Like right. I, I know this is going to be a little. Uh, I know I, I promise myself I won't say anything controversial, but I hope this. You know, no, I don't. This, I don't this, think it's. it's I, I've got no intentions of uh, of you know like. Uh, well, listen. This, this this isn't a book and whoever's <laughs> listening episode. This is a book and your heart. And this is like yeah. what your experience. And I think, in my mind, it sounds like a lot of the expectations and pressures that were placed on you have sort of put you off this sense of purpose. No, absolutely. And you know what? I I value people who say that they they do things with the intention of of, of having a purpose. Um, but for me, I think my perception of of purpose is is challenged. You're right. I think that. Um, I, I would say that for me, uh, having a purpose uh, has a connotation of like undue and unnecessary pressure. That kind of uh, that 
it's not like I don't think it's constructive or conducive to to to, to growth of a person. Um, I think that there can be moments in your life when you discover something new, like a, uh, whether it be like a, a new job, a new role, a new interest, a new passion that you want to pursue. Uh, it might not be kind of uh, what you had originally intended to do, but that's okay. And I think that um, having a purpose, I think, I think having a purpose is important, but I think we should all have a purpose to be nice and kind and like have empathy towards one another right. but in terms of the purpose of like where you are in terms of a career or a field or a salary or a monetary expectation I think you should throw that concept out the window Do you, would you would you suggest to say if, if you were to have a I wonder if this might fit a bit better for you sort of an adaptable purpose yeah I think that's a that's a good way of putting it I think I think that's a, a better way of phrasing it really having an adaptive purpose because rather than having that one track mind because ultimately we are just guessing Right, you know, I mean, both of us were guessing with med school, yeah. and hoping that would be the right fit for us. Yeah, it turned out it wasn't. But if we were to go to be stuck on this idea, if that's our purpose, either we'd be banging against the wall, right, or we'd just be immeasurably unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it is crucial for anyone to sort of yeah, it it is nice to have a purpose and to sort of feel as though you've landed on it, but be curious to the fact that you you might not that's quite have it. it. Yeah, I'd say that's a that's a really great way of putting it, Sam. Um, I, I think we all have to be like really fluid to the like what what's that saying like you know prepare to fail. Mm. What do you know that phrase or saying? I feel like it's like prepare- a bo- something to do with like preparing to fail, but at the same the time, the only one like, I can think of is what is it? Um, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Is that I don't know? But I don't but, know if that fits no, with no, what we're talking no, no, about. No, no. Okay, like, <laughs> that's the only I'll, one I know I'm about. Gonna, I'm gonna backtrack real quick, but uh, <laughs> edit, edit, edit. <laughs> Um, where was I with that? Um, yeah. So in terms of like having a like a predefined purpose, like I I, I don't think it is something that I see as is valuable. Right. It's like my own story. Um, Will you frame it? And, and this is something I picked out immediately, sort of going through your responses. Was you f- seem to frame a lot of it in terms of happiness? Yeah. So I think that that is something that like the the, the term happiness is honestly very vague in itself. Uh, but the way that I would define it as uh, is it's just the way that you kind of live in the sense where you're putting your own sort of self-interested needs first, which is ultimately like how you how you feel um, positively about the things that you do. So I, I was telling Sam earlier that I'm probably not the best person to explain this concept, but the way that I kind of now see myself moving forward is uh, like I probably won't do something unless I know that it's ultimately going to lead to uh, like a like a positive outcome. I, I know that it's a very like privileged like way to live, and it's probably something that people will have like a like an issue with. Like uh, again, like I I'm going to say things here that like I have um, you know I, I've learned these terms and I've I've come to like live with these terms and ways of life based on like my 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 decade of of life to date um but i think that like i yeah i would define happiness as 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 living with a mindset that you want to do something that kind of makes you feel good that's that's how that's how i phrase it i I, i'm struggling to argue that myself i mean i guess the the only concern i might have is if you're thinking too short term in terms of what's good, and this is something right. we spoke about on the way about. Yeah, there's there's a like a an aspect of like error, and there's an aspect of like responsibility and accountability that that needs to be kind of considered here. Um, and like like as I as I said earlier, like 
happiness is a very vague topic um and when i say that i do things with the intention of it being uh, something to do with a positive outcome um i'm ensuring that there is obviously a positive outcome with a particular like rationale behind why i've intended right. to make a decision like i chose to fly home uh when i did uh when people were telling me don't fly home because there's covid and there's probably a new variant but i said to myself uh i i wanted to fly home because i knew that it would ultimately lead to uh like the fact that like i'm i'm happy to be home to visit my friends my family um this is probably a really poor example but um i'm trying to think of like uh, a decision recently where i had to put happiness above anything else like i i see it like in terms of like okay also with how i deal with like my employees like as a, as a boss like i i feel like i'm very like pro employee in the sense where i will allow my employees like the maximum ability to live with the parameter of, of like happiness so for example if, if somebody tells me that they um you know don't want to work like a, a nine to five set schedule but they want to work like a particular schedule that meets their own needs and their own personal circumstances yet that i know that I will, they'll do the work and they'll meet the expectation uh, for my own happiness i will let that person you know live the way that they have you know respectably approached me about this need uh, which is like their own flexibility. So this employee's flexibility to work for me uh, and my responsible approach to this leads to ultimately their happiness and my happiness. So therefore I've kind of uh, made a decision based on like the ultimate framework of, of like a positive outcome here. And I remember actually you, you saying the other day when we met up for, for coffee was this hasn't been your experience with, and almost you've used a lot of your experiences with other employers oh, to yeah, sort of shape, so. to shape yourself in, in, that, in that way. Yeah, like I, um, I'm probably not going to speak to this just yeah. because of the fact if, that if I, I don't speak, know who's I'm in trouble. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure if I've signed a lot of documentation on it, yeah, exited a lot done, of companies done. where I just can't speak to that. But cut the mic. Yeah. Um, what uh, one thing actually, and I, I had made my take on this. If, if so, you mentioned you get frustrated uh, when you see people minimising themselves. And, yeah. and their potential you said through creating parameters or limits yeah so this is yeah this is this is a good uh, thing that I wanted to kind of explore with you today so um, the one thing that I, I really kind of get frustrated by um, just honestly I get frustrated by lots of things but uh, something that I, I come across a lot uh, through conversation with friends is when they tell me that they're just good enough to be a particular thing with the ability to to not exceed that expectation of themselves uh, and I feel like they really minimize themselves into this kind of like bracket of like I can only do xyz because I'm trained to do xyz and I'm only good enough to do xyz and there's nothing further than xyz so I, I always like want to like empower people to think that you have the potential to do anything um, and I think that if you kind of overcome the need to uh you know break these boundaries that you've created for yourself you can you can do some like really great things and mm -hmm. i think that for a lot of people i'm like in my network in canada and here in the uk like I'm, I'm always trying to like push people towards moving into like entrepreneurial pursuits or business um and I, I always get like the rebuttal that they're not good enough to do like the role or the job or the business that they want to set out to do or be that creative that they want to be um, and I think like okay, let's let's put it back to um, like how you want to approach your life. I think like okay, let's let's think about a positive outcome here. A positive outcome is uh, you living a life that you've always wanted to live. You wanting to live a life that um, would make you ultimately happy on a day to day basis. And I think like that is ultimately like a really great thing that people need to pursue. Uh, and I get frustrated when people tell me that that isn't 
something that's achievable based on the fact that they'll, they'll tell me like there's some kind of factor that means that they can't pursue this opportunity and I always and I always get frustrated when, when people tell me that they can't be more than what uh, their own self expectation is and right. I think that like I'm, I'm actually like very pro always trying to inspire people to be someone someone else not not like in that sense of being somebody that they're not but I want people to think bigger and think like outside the box especially when it comes to like how how people like live their lives um and I think this is a very like nuanced position that I take here but I uh I've honestly like lost track of what I was talking about where were we <laughs> sorry I uh, this is this is going to so be- talk talking about how yeah people limiting themselves and, yes. and, and also listening to other people limit them yeah I think I think it's based on like our early discussions of um when I like lived my life and I went through some like really adverse times and I th- and I think if I listen to people tell me that you know you should just keep trying and you should um you should just keep failing um that would have led to some really like adverse things for my, like my mental health and emotional health um but I chose to listen to people who inspired me to think differently um and to find new opportunity um and to realize that I wasn't defined by like my failures of like not being great right. at biology, chemistry, and physics. And I started like realizing like when I left like the medical sciences tracks that life was to me way more than biology, chemistry, and physics and organic chemistry and like figuring out like chemical reaction equations and, 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 and whatnot. So I chose to think differently and I chose to not be defined by these parameters of failure. Absolutely. So it then obviously makes perfect sense why you see other people in a similar or the same situation as you were yourself. Right. Why you get frustrated at that. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I think that's why I responded the way I did there. I think I get responded. I think I responded the way I did there just because of the fact that I think, uh, yeah, I get I get really frustrated when I see myself and like other people who think right. that. I think it's natural too, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that I've dealt. I've, I've met lots of people who are, you know, like bio. Like they are, they are pursuing like the sciences. They are pursuing like medical sciences, uh, and they're going on the on on a, this sort of track to to be a doctor or, or a dentist. And uh, they deal with adversity, and I, and I know that sometimes like I I don't want people to be defined by that kind of uh, adversity of, of defeat. Like I I always want people to like see that there is another door that they could they can pursue should that single dream of being a doctor or dentist like doesn't come true like I, I always want people to see their, their like their own potential um, is, is infinite essentially yeah yeah and yeah I, I, going back to that of like yeah I think uh, oftentimes yeah the things we get more generally like it's just really frustrating when you can see you, you can see the solution but they can't right and it's yeah it's difficult to really witness that because yeah you'll then relate to back to like your own struggles and your own experience and you're just like why can't you just see and it's so clear and obvious to you because yeah. you've lived it yeah um but yeah i think that's perhaps the reason why it's one of your biggest frustrations yeah and i think i like now it's something that i'm, I'm really enamored to even pursue as something that i want to help others with like i yeah i feel like the uh the coaching and like mentorship space on on Instagram is really saturated at the moment with everybody uh, being a digital nomad, being said person who advises and coaches and mentors folks on 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 this topic. But it's something I, I really would would love to start doing as something else to keep me busy. Uh, as but, if you don't do enough, <laughs> right? I know. So this is this is just uh, something I've got my my eyes on as, as something that I would pursue. Um, 
so yeah so that's kind of why I answered the way I did there yeah and you talked to well one of the prompts was talking about like the hard times like the difficult times like the struggles that you've been through yeah what's got you through that that's a good question um I feel like my girlfriend would kill me if I said I, if I didn't say her so I'm a, I, no uh, Kate, Katie's lovely Kate, Katie, Katie my girlfriend she's been great so Katie's from uh, from Winnipeg we met when we were at university uh, so she's been a great sort of emotional support she's uh, very keen on like having these like deeper like conversations and uh, on like personal development and growth um, you even mentioned her has you almost nominated her as a guest for the podcast yeah, herself think, didn't I you I think she's got like she's she's similar to me like she's she's dealt with her own her own journey and she's she's overcome a lot bless her so she uh, she would be like, honestly a great okay. a great person to be in this chair to, to talk next about next guest lined so, up yeah probably she, and she she's, she's actually fully Canadian so she sounds a bit different <laughs> I, I joke but we'll have, we, we might have to use subtitles <laughs> um so what else has kept me uh, kept me there I, I, you know what being being away from home um has been something like really hard for me um all through like the last decade and, and it's still something that is really hard but I would say just like certain home comforts are really great and it can be as small as like a rich tea biscuit from Waitrose, like sent to me from home. Um, but it can also be like watching the football mm. um, and waking up at like God knows what time in the morning just to watch Arsenal play. <laughs> I know that it's going to be a controversial topic for Sam there, but yeah, we won't so talk about we'll that. We'll that. But um, just the other things too, like I, I try to like eat as well as I can. Um, like try to stay active, keep moving. Um, those are just like the quintessential norms yeah. that people would say. Yeah, but yeah they're the like simple ones, but the simple ones yeah. are that tend to be the best ones. And as well, like I, speaking from my own experience, like when you're in that state, like where it's just hazy, yeah, it's having those simple things is actually a lot easier. Imagine if you had this complicated list of things that you have to do to keep you happy, right? Yeah, and I you're in that. this mental fog. Like, what? How are you gonna deal with that? It's yeah, yeah. So I, I would say that's kind of just a good, a good summary of what keeps me going yeah. you know through through the hard times and, and like I, I did respond to one of your prompts about like um, like uh, you know you wanted me to talk about a hard time and like I, th- I think that's a hard question to answer yeah, it's, it's hard to pin, like, pinpoint one isn't it yeah but I, I think that you know we're all we're all human and we're all going to have a hard times and we're going to have hard times that we haven't yet experienced or faced yet and I think that um, at least that there are ways out there that I know that I can I can. I, there are things I can do to help me when I am going through those hard times. Yeah. But it, honestly, it, it took a process to like learn like what would be something that would help me out. Like you know, through my through my decade, like I I had some really hard times, especially like in the first couple of years, and I, I honestly didn't even know like what what my uh, what my like say like salvation would be during those hard times. Like and you know, as as a young like twenty something year old in a in a foreign country, there were obviously like pursuits that I won't go into that were my choice avenues of, of release, uh, you know, to feel distracted and to feel empowered and mm. happy again. But I, I think now I'm, uh, you know, 10 years on, that there are there are really positive ways to even change my mindset. And honestly, like Sam, just like moving forward, if I am having a bad time, I'm just going to call you. Like, I, Mate, I think that's, that's- Even if it's in yeah. the middle of the night, like yeah, I, I just, it's, it's, it's one of those things I think it gets thrown around a lot just like call me anytime but like I, for you and like anyone else listen even if you're not my friend for fuck's sake like yeah. if you've got my number like 
you've got my number for a reason yeah I think I've started valuing like the power of like friendships and honestly like I hate Instagram but like Instagram's just been great for like staying connected to a lot of people from home yeah um, and I think that's been just like a really positive thing for me, like being away from, from home for so long. Yeah. One thing as well that I wanted to pick up on that you didn't mention is, and but you've mentioned in the prompt was when you, you talk a little bit about sort of preparing for, you know, you're accepting that there's going to be bad days. Yeah. So I am like, I know that I try to suggest that I do like everything and anything with a with a positive outcome. Um, but I know for a fact there are things I can't control. Right. Um, like we're all human. There are going to be days that will be thrown at us that are going to be like ridiculously hard on our lives. Um, and in order to prepare for that, like you know, sometimes you can't prepare for that, and that's and that's completely okay. Um, and I think that there are days when you know you probably won't even have like the will to carry on, but that's okay. Just to, like take a break. I, I honestly say that if there are days that you feel personally defeated by it's completely okay to, to like concede and to walk away and rejuvenate come back tomorrow tomorrow's a new day but I think if you've planned for that as well it's not such a big deal if you right because I, I think sometimes you can fall into that trap of feeling like right I want to be happy so I'll be happy all the time right and then when that time inevitably comes that you haven't prepared for you haven't in your head gone right it's possible I'm gonna feel shit yeah or I'm not gonna be able to do the stuff that I need to do that's okay that is okay, that but, is if, okay. but if you haven't prepared if you haven't accepted that then yeah, yeah it is going to be a shock to the it's, system it's, it's a bit it's a bit hard to kind of uh, to kind of like get to that point of realisation when you can like you know deal with like an adverse day and you want to start again tomorrow I, I, I think for me that took like a lot of training uh, and I'm not expecting anyone to like listen to this and start that process like immediately yeah you know, it's like, not a case of just yeah, just listen and do it it's, it I think that takes a while to you for you to adopt it and yeah I think I think it's like a situation where like uh, you like listen to your body first like or you listen to like how you're feeling uh, like mentally emotionally and I think it's okay to like reconvene the very next day on something that you know you, you thought you had to do on a particular day but you couldn't like I, I think about it in this sense uh, in a very loose sense like a couple of days ago I'm still pretty jet lagged from the flight over and I had the intention to like wake up at like 9am and do a bunch of work and I didn't do it um, for about a couple of seconds I was really mad at myself but you know what I just said like it's, it's okay so I let it go I let that frustration go and I uh, picked up the pieces today, you know, made those calls and emails to apologize for, like, you know, not being able to meet a deadline or an expectation. But yeah, like I, I got to the point now where, okay, that, that was a bad day that I kind of saw coming and I worked out a method to like reapproach that day without having to like, uh, like write off that day as something that I couldn't kind of redo. I just said, you know what, this day's gone, like it's 3 p.m. now and there's other things that I could be doing. And this morning hit the ground running got some work done got like a two-hour walk in around the area and you know what like it was yeah well worth kind of taking that extra day yeah so yeah there's was almost like a complete non-issue yeah yeah non-issue done That's, yeah and actually something there's not loads of time left so we, and we still got this is the thing as well i've skipped through so much of your response i think i might need to sort of nap narrow down the questions further because there's a lot of like good responses yeah, there's, got there's in a lot there. of substance to this honestly or this um, could be a two-parter either or <laughs> we'll see we'll see we'll see well we definitely said we want to do one yeah we'll, we'll do we'll do another um, on the business side on the business side yeah um but one thing you said that you, you need to work on it was learning how to live authentically for yourself 
Yeah, that's uh, that's something that I think um, is going to be an ongoing um, aspect of my life, um, where like I, th- this is something that I feel like I'm still learning, like every day. Uh, I don't think it's a case of anyone being able to like master the concept of living authentically. Um, but I, I see this as a way of living like true to yourself in the sense of uh, like living to the ideals that I've set forward, um, you know, where I'm not doing things for um, like other people. Like I'm not living up to like an expectation or a predetermined like definition of what I should be doing. Um, you know, like I, I'm pretty sure like when I listen back to this, I'm gonna be like, wow, like I have turned into like a real kind of like unorthodox rule breaker that isn't living um to any kind of societal norm but that's okay and that's kind of what i want to authentically live by if, if i could create like a like a, an honor-based code that i live by uh it would it would be the case of me living for myself in the sense where you know i'm living for uh, i'm choosing to do actions with a positive like you know outcome uh, i am trying to convey to the to everyone that you know i'm like empathetic to like how they're doing and how they're feeling like i so i try to live with this like heavy sense of like empathy like i always want to like relate to people i always want to be kind to people i want to be nice to people um so yeah so that's kind of like a challenge because there are days that you know i will deal with somebody uh perhaps even in like marks and spencers and they're they're annoying me and i and i want to be I, I want to react. Yeah, I want to be like an internet Karen in real life, <laughs> but I can't. But I, um, you know, living authentically to me is dealing with situations like that in like a situation where you're not trying to be confrontational or like you're not trying to be emotional, like in right. the, in the situation. Um, so it's tough. It, it's a case of like honestly um, thinking before you do do stuff. Like I think that's like a big thing that I'm trying so to. So like, is there uh, a great deal of sort of mental dis- discipline involved oh, in that? Yeah, it, it, it's something that I'm like I'm working on. Like it's well, like, I, yeah. I don't, I, again, I don't, the reason we're working it, it is because I don't yeah. think it, it's not something that there's like a stop. I've completed it. I've mastered. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I, I think I, I suggested it's like a, an ongoing, it's an ongoing journey. So, um, but yeah, living authentically is really just based on being yourself. Just yeah. in a, and and in the way the way you put it, actually, I, I really liked. Of and it being something that people often overlook is that holding yourself accountable to your own needs. Yeah, I so think. that's a big thing that kind of, I kind of would relate to living. Uh, you know, with your own happiness first. Like right. I, I would, I would suggest that um, being like selfish with an asterisk is like holding yourself accountable to your own needs, and but with the rationale that your own needs are, um, you know, not putting anyone in jeopardy or right. in danger, right. or you yeah. know, being too greedy, or like you know, doing something that's going to be detrimental to somebody else. Right. So I think within there are like I hate to say like parameters, but there are, there are kind of bounds boundaries of responsibility when it comes to. Uh, being accountable to yourself absolutely and yeah. the thing as well you can't if you're not doing these things for yourself then you can't really provide them for anyone else right maybe you can but eventually that's going to breed resentment I think yeah if you're not completely doing things that you know are for you and you know are keeping you happy you know and again selfish with an asterisk like you're not doing these selfish actions right then if you're then providing that stuff for other people then hang on ultimately that's gonna you're gonna come back and you're actually going right why didn't i live my life yeah in the way i wanted to yeah and that's kind of a conversation i have with like lots of my peers when they talk to me about 
um, you know, whether it be relationships or jobs, uh, and they always talk to me about how they're like satisfying other people's needs without satisfying their own. And then eventually, you kind of get you get a little stir crazy right. you know, with this repetitive cycle of right. and of if, giving to others without kind of giving to your own needs first. And I think a lot of people fall into that category of like they'll their role will be providing for other people yeah. or doing stuff for other people, and it's like right, hang on, actually, when's anyone going to do that for you? Yeah, and like living. Um, living like authentically and living um, with a sense of being accountable to your own needs it doesn't have to be like in your daily actions it can be as simple as taking some time out for yourself to do things you like you know uh, hate the phrase self-care Sundays but like that's a perfect opportunity and day to do something for yourself and it can be a day that you can kind of predetermine with other people in your life as being the day that you know you get the takeout you want you watch what you want on TV you do what you want you spend time by yourself and though, and though that that could be like your first step into ha- having like your own accountability to yourself, mm. uh, that that small action, like half a day, half a day on a Sunday dedicated to you, and that's kind of like what I would love to encourage. Like anybody who's listening to this who's got this far on the podcast to kind of enact in their life. Uh, hopefully, people are still here. Do you know what I do? Always <laughs> think that I'm like right. It's getting to this stage of the podcast that people are sick of me by now. If people had enough, but yeah, it's, I think that's a powerful message that yeah, you need to sort of prioritize the stuff that is important to you. Yeah, and if you don't, then yeah, I think it does ultimately breed resentment or a life unfulfilled. Right. And uh, again, like, I hate this term, but uh, like in in North America, it's it's like very. It's very like there in your face, but it's like living with no regrets is something that right. you kind of have to always like adhere to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I hope that people have enjoyed what I've had to say. And- I've, there was one more one more oh, thing I wanted to mention. Amazing. Cool. Um, about so if I asked you if, if your life were a book, it would be called, and you picked out a couple of titles. Oh yeah, but th- this is this is interesting because like uh, the first title is obviously like it relates to like everything I've been through. Last so you titled it Love Yourself First yeah so I'm pretty sure that's a Justin Bieber song title so maybe I maybe, don't know I don't know I don't, but like, uh, I'm yeah. pretending I'm not that's okay. minimise the Spotify I, I remember like when I when I wrote that down I was like oh, I think I, I think it was like recognisable <laughs> from somewhere um, so yeah so I think it's it's based on um, again like everything that we've kind of touched on mm. um, putting like your own needs with an asterisk like first um and then also kind of just being responsible responsible to yourself and holding yourself accountable to like your own needs like you know caring for yourself re- yeah within reason um, and I think this is something that I would love to you know push not push but I'd love to kind of suggest to others as being like an important um, you know step forward in like reclaiming an aspect of their life that they feel like is an uncontrollable like it can be uh, as simple as as like loving yourself first and doing something for your own needs that will satisfy you um, and then, of course, like the second book is uh, "You Don't Look Like a CEO." Right, and that's, that's, that's a bit more yeah, relevant that, to the business more, side of things. That's more business, but uh, yeah, like in 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 both situations here, like I, I actually have seriously considered like putting pen to paper. You here, said, so. and you, do you know what jumped out at me when with the type "Confessions of a Worker in the Entertainment Biz"? Do you know, oh yeah. Do you know that screams out? Have you ever seen those like Vice documentaries of like where they come in with the mask on? Yeah, and they're just like oh, I'm like in the entertainment, and I'm gonna give you like all the inside scoops and like all the things that go on behind the scenes. Oh yeah, like I, I honestly would um would love to would write something, but honestly, like I, I feel like I can't speak more to that. But yeah, it would just be simply like a. An <laughs> would over- you have to write it under like a 
a pseudonym. Oh, I, I would have to write it under pseudonym for sure. Yeah. I'd have to bring in other other authors. <laughs> it'd be it would be a collective of us. But yeah, let's not delve too much into that. Yeah, <laughs> just right now. And yeah, I mean, we've covered a hell of a lot. But were there any other bits that you, we didn't get into that you wanted to to touch on as um, as we close off? Honestly, like this is the first time that I've like had an opportunity to like reflect on almost like ten years of my life. So like honestly, is very thankful for that. Um, no, not really. Like I think this was this was great. This was like I I honestly have felt like really uncomfortable talking about like my early like the early twenty twelve to twenty fourteen part of my life. I feel like I put that in like a, a box and like lock that away. So it was, it was honestly really nice like have the opportunity to talk about but some of that stuff. You didn't do you know what you you managed it, you got you got through it. I know, like I, I'm like looking at the clock and I'm like, wow, okay, I I did it, okay. I managed to get through it and I've had like uh, you know, moments of like mental health professionals in my early life where like I wasn't able to like have these conversations without like folding like a house of cards and breaking down. So this is this I mean, is a done great it, step forward. You've done it brilliantly. Admittedly you said that you felt a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't pick up on that at all. So that speaks of someone that's come a hell of a long way. And I think probably the fact that you've come so far in like so many different regards of your life. Now yeah, you can look back but, on that and it's less of a less of a something you need to be ashamed of and more of a just like something you can look at and be like right that was a learning experience yeah and um, I think a lot of the ideas that run through what you're talking about that was such a f- crucial formative experience in all of those and I don't think you'd have the same philosophy if you weren't to have gone through that yeah that's a good way of putting about it about focusing so intently on your own happiness you really I, I don't think if you'd had those kinds of experiences where you were almost forced or like felt compelled to do the thing that everyone else was was telling you to do and sort of yeah if you didn't have that kind of yeah that real real tough lived experience yeah you would I don't I don't think no you you're would. right like I, I I just thought about it just now yeah if I if I didn't go through what I did I like no if there was a another situation where like I carried through with the intention of being a doctor and I like had ten years on my belt of like professional experience, I think this this conversation in a different life or a different universe, like you know, to kind of play to like what the Marvel universe is doing with its <laughs> with its content right now with the with the multiverse. If there was a multiversal plane that I exist on, that I had the opportunity to be a doctor and I was here. 10 years on I probably would be talking about different things without right. these particular learnt experiences but here we are in this in this universe this one this is the, the only one we can yeah, speak of yeah, yeah then then I'm I'm honestly like really really like enamored to the fact that I, I have done a lot like this was a great opportunity to allow me to reflect on what I have been through and what I have overcome and where I am right now uh, and that yeah this is honestly fantastic so yeah. oh, no, I think, I think I'll leave that as my last Passing comment to you, yeah. Oh, well, mate, I'm just it's one of those where I think I'm just incredibly proud. And like, it's you know, when you see, you see one of your friends who's been for a hell of a lot, and you can relate to it on a personal level as well. Like, you've been, you know, not the same dark places, but you know, you can really sort of resonate with how they felt, and you can see yeah. that they've overcome that. And it, yeah, it really is. <laughs> without getting too cringy like it, yeah. ins- it inspires me so honestly like thank you for sharing your story because okay, it's so. yeah you've, I, uh... <laughs> no you've Love you, you, you really have come a, a hell of a long way and yeah uh, if anyone listening is, is struggling like there is there's a way through it oh absolutely and just shameless plug but if anyone is like 
you know, going through something that they want to overcome or like they just want someone to talk to, I'm sure Sam can leave you my social media contact yeah, details. Yeah, we'll get them all in there. Yeah, just like honestly, it took me uh, finding a person who just had the time of day to listen to me being that kind of instigator to change. Um, and if I can be that one person to someone else who needs it, then, you know, I'll, I'll be there. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, and last thing, I, I feel like almost like your your term will close on that, like live, live for your own happiness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's it.